from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. It is Wednesday, July 22nd. We've got a great show in store for you. Cassie Everts is going to be on at 715 today. Uh, she's the author of the book, Nursery of Heaven, Miscarriage, Stillbirth, and Infant Loss in the Lives of the Saints and Today's Parents. Uh, she has had five. Uh, miscarriages and um, she also has five children on earth but uh, she's also the co-author of nursery of heaven and uh, cassie everts is going to be on to share her story but also really help uh, those um, i think that have struggled in this arena as well and um, who better to to talk about it than cassie i think so we'll have cassie everts coming up at about seven fifteen today bo bonner director of uh, foundations and ethics also uh, director of mission and ministry at mercy college of health sciences uh, going to be talking about the sacraments today for our Truth and Beauty segment. Why are the sacraments necessary? Why do we need them? Why are the sacraments, uh, so? why do we you know, prompt them up so highly in the Catholic faith? And um, we're going to try to make it through as many of them as possible today to really give us kind of a firm foundation of what the sacramental life is all about as Catholics. So for our Truth and Beauty segment today, Bo Bonner coming up in the second half hour. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. You're saying of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's do it this morning. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Wednesday to you. How are we doing on this uh, gorgeous day? We're going to have another uh, pretty good day here in central Iowa. Sounds good to me. I'm doing fine this morning. Yeah. We had an earthquake overnight up in Alaska. Ooh. It triggered a uh, tsunami warning for one of the cities up there. So keep those folks in our prayers this morning as... uh, Start our Wednesday, but yeah, some things happen in the national news. An earthquake, not good. Any uh, casualties, or is everyone okay? No, it's early. I haven't uh, haven't seen anything like that. It just came over the uh, news wire. Um, have you been to Alaska before, John? I have not. Been up in that area, never for been to Alaska. Paris mission. No, and not you Hawaii me- either. But I'd love to go to both. <laughs> well, we can uh, certainly reach out for you on on your behalf uh, for. You know, there's there's some remote areas up there. I'm sure would like to hear your message, and uh, <laughs> that'll keep you occupied for about a week, I maybe bet two it would. weeks by the time they find you. Yeah. So you know, I, I thought I, I'd throw that out there. Just kind of took up uh, light fishing with my brother-in-law. He's teaching me really how to fish, the ins and outs of all of it. And uh, I asked him, I said, "What would be you know your your premier fishing trip?" And he didn't hesitate. Alaska's the place to be. So someday, I said, uh, I said maybe mm-hmm. we'll go up there for a fishing trip. 
Absolutely. I'd like to take a, a cruise up there, uh, one of those uh, ex- exotic cruises up in the Alaska area. That's just beautiful country. I'll go with especially you. Especially as it uh, changes season. Sure. Me and you. Uh, that's, Let's do it. That's kind of one I'd like to do. Sure. No, it doesn't have to be. A, when, now, when you said light fishing, how does what does light fishing mean? You're, well, you're just being introduced bluegill to the, the, the sport and yeah, or yeah, and just put a worm on there and then throw the throw the worm out oh. there and catch some bluegill. No, nothing, you know, crazy. What would you do if you caught a snapping turtle, Mr. Leonetti? I'd, I'd like to see the reaction. And that has happened. That happened to my brother-in-law mm-hmm. when we went out. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. I'm glad it was him and not me. <laughs> Oh, that reaction would be perfect. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to have that on our uh, Iowa Catholic Radio website. and put it under the sports uh, theme if you want. I just put it up there. Huh? Well, you talk about fish fry, fresh. man. That, that's your uh, that's your place right there. Get some of that fresh. That's fish. right. You catch and then you eat it. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That's a good idea. There you so, go. Yeah, just some thoughts. Just some thoughts down the road. Sounds so. good. Yep, today's hump day. I also got to give a shout out to my sister. Her birthday is today, Marilyn. Uh, my youngest, our, our baby uh, sister, uh, she grew up with four brothers and somehow endured that. And she celebrates her birthday. So happy birthday, MK. That's right. Happy birthday to her. Absolutely. Well, let's get right to it. We've got a beautiful day. And it's, hey, by the way, John, it's a, it's a 10, a perfect 10 on the Good. weather ranking. You know, I love How about those. that. Oh yeah, and it's, uh, I think I thought yesterday was the same way. So more of the same. Right now from the uh, WHO TV 13 weather desk, and meteorologist Megan Selwa currently in Des Moines. We have the Mercy One Studios. We have some patchy fog in the area, so if you're out and about, you may uh, encounter some of that. Otherwise, uh, partly cloudy skies, 66 degrees, a north northwest wind at six miles per hour. The humidity up there at 90 percent. And today we'll see partly sunny skies throughout central Iowa, high of 84 degrees. Northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour, just to be a little bit warmer than yesterday. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 68 degrees, and then tomorrow they've taken the rain out of the forecast for Thursday. Partly cloudy, a little bit warmer, a high of 86 degrees. And on Friday, partly cloudy and a high of 90 degrees here in central Iowa. The weekend looking hot and humid both days, mostly sunny. Highs in the lower 90s. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, well, the Des Moines Sympathy Sympathy is canceling its Yankee Doodle Pops and Waterworks Pops concerts, which were to be rescheduled for Labor Day weekend. Now, the two events had previously been postponed from the 4th July weekend due to the COVID-19 virus. The uh, Des Moines Symphony plans to bring back Yankee Doodle Pops to the Iowa State Capitol on Friday uh, July 2nd next year. Other performances will be announced at a later date. Now, a spokesperson for the uh, Des Moines Symphony says, after uh, quote, after much deliberation, we have come to the conclusion that we cannot reliably ensure safety of our audiences or our musicians on stage. They went on to say, we look forward to resuming these free summer concerts for Central Iowa community in 2021. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And the high school state softball tournament field is now set as Area teams qualified for the regional finals. Last night it was the big schools, Class 4A and 5A. Class 4A, Carlisle, the defending champ, they'll go back to the state tournament as they qualified along with Dallas Center Grimes and Winterset, some of the area teams. And in Class 5A, the Valley Tigers are the defending champs. They'll head back to the state uh, softball tournament next week, as will Ankeny Centennial. They're a first-time qualifier. Waukee and Fort Dodge kind of round out the field. Uh, On Monday night, Albia, Creston, uh, and Davenport Assumption, the 
the defending champs qualified in Class 3A, Ogden and Mount Air in Class 2A, and Collins, Maxwell, uh, Wayne of Corden, and Linville Sully were some of the area teams qualifying in Class 1A. Tonight it's district final baseball. As a winner tonight, we'll head to the state baseball tournament, which also goes on next week. That'll be held at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have some patchy fog in the area, cl- uh, partly cloudy skies, rather, 66 degrees, a north-northwest wind at 6 miles per hour. And, and today we'll see partly sunny skies, a high of 84 degrees, northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And the uh, TV 13 weather folks are calling this a perfect 10 on the weather scale. This has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. First check this morning is accident-free. No delays to pass along. Again, just lots of construction and, uh, again, more construction popping up every day. So just keep an eye out for the detours and the reduced lanes. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken is a transparent team strictly by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. I did not get this yesterday, friends, but um, I, I want to just... Continue our call. Nope. Continue our call. There we go. To uh, prayer and fasting for some of the recent attacks that are happening in the church, especially in France, which right now, um, which are really uh, not good and and increasing. Um, seeing slashings of paintings, uh, a decapitation of a statue of the Virgin Mary, as well as Jesus um, uh, rise in arson. Um, that's taking place in churches right now, and people asking there, when is it going to stop? The French Interior Ministry recorded 996 anti-Christian acts in 2019 alone, an average of 2.7 per day. Uh, The true figure may be higher, as it is thought that officials do not count fires of undetermined cause at churches across the country, Catholic News Agency reports. July 4th, for example, fire devastated the parish of St. Paul. Uh, There, uh, investigators concluded that the blaze resulted from a gas leak caused by squatters, but uh, locals questioned the official explanation there. Um, Sam Gregg. Research director at Action Institute told Catholic News Agency that the spate of incidents had forced the French authorities to address the issue openly. And you see this rise. The number of officially recorded anti-Christian incidents, it's remained steady over the last couple years, um, but it's expected that uh, here in 2020 it's going to take a big spike. So uh, that's just in France alone, but we want to continue to pray just around the world uh, for this and those that are, are being persecuted in the faith. Many will never hear from. Uh, and many in areas that are very, um, uh, you know, places that we otherwise uh, wouldn't have a number or a count, uh, especially much poorer places. So continue to pray for those, especially those Christians right now that are under persecution, and, and continue to, to fast as well for them. Um, and that's the hard part, at least for me. But uh, remembering that, you know, sm- some small sacrifice. But prayer is the key here. Do you have an altar in your home? 
Do you have an altar in your home? Well, John, don't don't altars, don't they belong in the church? Well, yeah, but remember, we're supposed to imitate the church. Our homes are mini churches. If you don't think of your home as a mini church, domestic church, well, think again. The church makes this abundantly clear. That's not the church's problem if we don't think it. That's our problem because the church shouts this from the mountaintops here. And um, there's a great piece put on by uh, Erin Rebar. And uh, she, she talked about putting an altar or making a home altar and why it's important. She says this, as Catholics, we're called to imitate the church in our everyday lives. And one way that we can do this to reflect the church in the design of our homes is by putting in a home altar a physical space that can help remind us of the church and ease our longing to God, especially during these times. And many of us aren't able to get to mass right now. So she gives 10 ideas. I won't be able to get through all of them, but a few of them, a flat surface. And obviously that's a no brainer, but you don't have to wait around for the perfect piece of furniture. She says your home altar can be a set uh, on, can be set on anything, an old side table or entertainment center, mantle, small desk, sturdy shelf. Maybe if you got one of those uh, desks that you kind of put in the corner, maybe that can be your home altar linens, Put some linens over it. Have a tablecloth for your altar isn't necessary, but it can help to bring the atmosphere of the church into your home. Uh, maybe you get some candles that you could put on there. Put a couple. They're often used for prayer. Catholic tradition, the light of the flame reminds us, of course, of Jesus, of Christ. While the smoke symbolizes our prayers rising to God, you can include a candle or two on your home altar. Put a Bible on there, some prayer books, crucifix statues, and uh, religious artwork. can be a good place to go and pray, friends. If you don't have a kneeler, kneeler yet, maybe you can find a kneeler. Uh, Craigslist it, or you can uh, maybe build one yourself. If, you, uh, if you're good at that, I don't think that'd be too hard to build. Maybe you can even put some prayer requests on there. I think that might be a good one to remember, some prayer requests on there. And, you know, just make that a little area of your home. I've oftentimes said, uh, put a, a small chapel in your home, a corner of prayer, somewhere where you have identified as a sacred space in your home that your kids or grandkids can go to, you yourself can go to and pray. I think having a sacred space in all of our homes is is a good reminder as well of who we are and what we're about. Uh, coming up, Cassie Everts. She's coming up next, author of Nursery of Heaven, Miscarriage, Stillbirth, and Infant Loss in the Lives of the Saints and Today's Parents. She has gone through that struggle. She speaks from experience, but also from a heart that says she wants to continue uh, to live the life the best she can for her children living now and for those children in heaven. Cassie Everts coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on this Wednesday. Thanks for being a part of the show. And thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services for nearly 20 years, Golden Rule. One thing I did not know about them, but I definitely know now. Technicians trained in their training facility. Yes, in-home training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Thank you for underwriting this show. Thank you for what you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Catholic Radio, changing hearts and minds. I'm Greek Orthodox and I'm moral and I follow all the rules and everything, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't, say, religious. So Mm -hmm. I started to listen to your radio station. There was something that happened. I I don't know how to explain it, but I'm going to make donations to the local station to help. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. This is going to be a Thanks for joining me today, friends. Thanks to Dean Bell for underwriting the show as well. Residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs, 963-4494. 30 years in business. Residential re-roofs, he's everywhere. My goodness. All around central Iowa, 963-4494. Thanks, Dean. Let's go to our next guest of the day, co-author of Nursery of Heaven, Miscarriage, Stillbirth, and Infant Loss in the Lives of the Saints, and today's parents, Cassie Everts, joins me. Hi, Cassie. Hi, John. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for coming on. This is a tough topic, uh, especially to speak about. And, and you have right here in your bio. I mean, you've been through this. Um, you, more than anyone, can speak to this. Five little ones in heaven. What's the story here? Yeah. Um, for the first eight years of my marriage, my husband and I struggled with infertility. And during that time, we lost five babies through miscarriage. Hmm. Um, and it was a very difficult time. Um just personally, uh, spiritually, and I didn't realize how difficult also um, miscarriage and pregnancy loss can have on just a marriage. You know, you're newlyweds, you have this vision, you're going to get married within the first year or so, you're going to conceive and have this family, beautiful family, and when that doesn't happen, um, you know, you didn't realize, you don't see that what God's plan is, and when that doesn't happen, you're kind of a little bit shell-shocked. And um, so it was a very difficult time, and uh, I found myself feeling very isolated, alone, and really 
my faith question, not that I didn't believe in God, but just, God, where are you in this? And I was so grateful for my husband, who um, is so faithful, and even on the days when it was hard for me to pray, you know, we'd sit down and do our rosary every night, and I would just run my fingers over the beads, um, even on the nights when I couldn't utter a Hail Mary, because I just was like, Lord, where are you? And I didn't realize, you know, and now I can look back in hindsight that, and hopefully all of those who are grieving can, at some point, that God is more near to us than we ever imagined. You know, he hasn't abandoned us in that silence, um, in that suffering and carrying our cross, that he's right there with us. And um, I also realized when I was going through my miscarriages that I struggled to find a Catholic resource, um, something that could help bring me healing. I didn't realize that the Church offers these beautiful blessings and prayers that I could go to my priest and have um, different things, um, prayers and services said with my priest after my loss of my babies. So I wanted to um, put something together for those who were suffering and grieving, uh, because it is a very difficult time, and it's such a very heavy cross for any woman or couple to have to carry. And so I wanted them to find some kind of hope and consolation, and also to know that they are not alone in their grief and in their suffering, that God is with them, and that the things that they are feeling are normal to feel after the loss of a baby. You said your husband was such a huge support for you. Um, was there anyone else in your life that you turned to? Uh, because I, I know that sometimes in speaking to people that have gone through this, and especially on this show, it can be a very lonely experience as well. And Yeah, and it really was for me at that time. And I didn't know a lot of other people who had experienced um, a miscarriage or a pregnancy loss. So I think that also made it difficult to know who to talk to or who to reach out to because I didn't know where my grief was safe. Like, who could I talk to this about? Um, and also some of our pregnancies, some of the babies that we had lost, you know, only my husband and I had known that we were pregnant because some of them came so early. So then it was finding, okay, now who, what do I say? Here I am grieving, um, you know, in silence almost because not a lot of people even knew that we were expecting. Um, so it was difficult to find um, others to talk to, but I do encourage those who are grieving a loss um, to to not be afraid to reach out to find people who have gone through this. Um, and if you need to seek, you know, um, some kind of a counselor or something to talk to, don't be ashamed of that. Don't feel guilty about your grief because it's real, and you are mourning the loss of a child. And um, to acknowledge that and not be not be afraid to seek the help that you need to get you through this difficult time. One of the things that I appreciate of interviewing people on the show is people that, like yourself, didn't find maybe resources to be able to help them and didn't complain about it or sit back and, and uh, not do anything about it, but then decided they were going to fill that, that hole. And you did um, with this book and, and others, Nursery of Heaven, Miscarriage, Stillbirth, and Infant Loss in the Lives of the Saints and Today's Parents. And as you say, this isn't something that, um, you know, it, it can be very lonely and, and uh, when you're going through the grieving process like this, and I don't know if that ever ends but also you turn to the faith and there's many saints that went through this as well and you name a few yes exactly and i didn't realize this until i was working with patrick o'hearn um the author and myself working on this book putting it together that um these stories of the saints and i think it's a beautiful witness that we can turn to them and see that they went through the suffering and they did experience sadness and but they were able the beauty of it is they were able to cling to the cross and look to Christ for strength. Um, 
you know, we all know the story of St. Gianna. What many may not know is that um, between her third and fourth child, she also had two miscarriages. Wow, I did not um, know that. Yeah, and then, you know, St. Louis and St. Zaley, um, they had lost several children. Right. Um, I think four of them um, at various different ages. But yet we look at the, the profound beauty and strength that this, this couple, this saintly couple has. Um, St. Catherine of Siena, she was actually a twin. Um, she had a twin sister, Giovanna, and her mother delivered them prematurely, and her twin sister did not survive. Hmm. Um, so we can call upon these saints to intercede for us because they've experienced the hardship and the grief. Um, they've been there. They know what it's like. And I also encourage couples to call upon their, their baby, their child that they did lose. It's important that um, in the healing process, to name your baby, um, I think it helps bring closure and also to um, show the dignity and identify the humanity of your child. Um, because in a culture that we live in, that it can be very anti-life and um, the medical community can use terms like product of conception or, you know, come talk to me again after you've had three or four miscarriages is wow. kind of what I experienced. Um, we feel like our we can't really grieve. We feel that maybe this loss isn't, I shouldn't be so upset about it, you know, but it, it, it is, it's your baby, it's your child. And so I encourage couples to name, name your baby and your baby is in heaven. It's a little reflection of you gazing upon the beauty of our Lord. Uh, so call upon your child for healing and to intercede to help your heart heal. And, um, just, and even in your daily life to assist you because you have a saint now in heaven. Friends and family of uh, you and and those that are going through this, what's your biggest piece of advice to them in ways that they can support people that have gone through this? Um, Say something. (laughs) You know, a lot of us, when we come across somebody that's experiencing grief or who has lost somebody, it's like, oh, I don't know what should I say. What if I say the wrong thing? And so we we, um, lack and we don't say anything at all. Um, So I, my advice is say, say something um, and even if you don't want to say something over the phone or in person, send them a card. Tell them that you're, you're praying for them. Um, send them some flowers. Offer to make them a meal. Or, you know, if they have other children, you can offer to uh, watch their other children so they have time um, to heal and for prayer and for what they need. So my thing is just make sure you reach out. Just don't ignore and act like, you know, there's an elephant in the room. Don't ignore it and... Um, Say something, pray for them, um, show, show that you know and that you, you recognize the grief and the loss that they're feeling. Another beautiful thing is, you know, maybe on their due date, um, send them a little note or some flowers because uh, that's also, you know, a very difficult time when a couple who's lost a child, they come up to the date that this baby was supposed to be born, and that can also um, bring back a lot of grief. How can people get the book? The book is available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. You could also go to ContemplativeHeartPress.com as well, and you can go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it, they will order it for you. The book is Nursery of Heaven, Miscarriage, Stillbirth, and Infant Loss in the Lives of the Saints and Today's Parents, Cassie Everts and Patrick O'Hearn. Cassie, thank you for coming on and sharing your story. It's a powerful one. 
Thank you so much for having me, John. All right. That's Cassie, Cassie Everts, everyone. Yeah, I, I think uh, what she's saying there is, is spot on. People that I've talked to before that have gone through this um, say something. You know, I, it can be easy for us to sit back and be nervous because we don't know what to say or how to say it, but uh, offering to be able to help in some way. And she gives some creative ways there, I think, can go a long way. And, you know, if people aren't ready to be able to take you up on that, they'll tell you, and that's fine. And I think they'll appreciate it down the road. But uh, this is a resource for you or maybe someone you know that have gone through this. Um, and again, go to Divine Treasures if they don't have it, they'll order a few for you because I know this is not something that just Cassie has gone through, many others. And people maybe that you don't even know about uh, have gone through this as well. All right, Bo Bonner coming up in the second half hour here, uh, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. For our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment this morning, we're going to talk to him all about the sacraments. Why do we need them? Why are the sacraments so pivotal in the life of Catholics? Why don't we just, you know, do three, like uh, maybe non-Catholics, and instead of seven, why do we have so many? So a lot of questions surrounding the sacraments today. We're going to kind of get uh, all of it answered. Bo Bonner, second half hour. Left him some good time today. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on this Wednesday. Boy, we're already halfway through the show. Goodness, this is one of those that's going by pretty quick this morning. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Blessman International taking teams of people over to Limpopo, South Africa now since 2001 and changing lives, feeding people. The work that they continue to do, it continues on. Yes, the vision of Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman lives on and has gotten bigger than their wildest imaginations. BlessmanInternational.org, thank you for underwriting the show. More importantly, thank you for all you continue to do there. You're an example for what service in the Catholic faith in Christianity really looks like. BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. Mary stayed outside the tomb weeping, and as she wept she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was a gardener and said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and then reported what he told her. The Gospel of the Lord Mary Magdalene is a good example for those of us who seek Jesus because she perseveres in her search for him. Out of his concern for her, Jesus appears and calls her by name, indicating his benevolence, particularly that he wants to know us and us to know him, as well as the close relationship that he desires to have with his disciples. We in turn are to be generous with such a blessing and obey Jesus like Mary by interceding between him and others through our witness 
so that they too come to know him. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Oh God, you're my deliverer Thanks for being a part of the show today, friends. All right, coming up, Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. We're going to talk to him about the sacraments this morning, why they're important, why we have seven of them in the Catholic faith, not just three, and why they mean so much to us. So we'll have Bo Bonner coming up. All things sacramental theology here in the second half hour with your Catholic Truth and Beauty segment. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God in our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, good sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Wednesday to you on a perfect 10 day according to the uh, scale that uh, channel 13 puts out on who tv perfect good 10 day. weather not too hot today yep no it's gonna be a little warmer than yesterday but uh, yesterday was tremendous yep. uh great day to be outdoors and uh bike rides and i don't know when you've gotten yours in this week but i know you're you have one usually once a week not yet we'll see what we can do hmm Maybe the best day. Tomorrow's going to get a little warmer, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, very hot. So mm-hmm. today might be the day. Of course, you may have to uh, mow your hay field because uh, obviously, with all the rain we had, uh, a little bit of rain we had, you probably, you know, grown hay, or maybe you. Oh, it's taken care you of. Switched over and. Uh, oh no, that's taken care of. Oh, it has. Okay. Lawn looks good. <laughs> all the for sale signs around have gone so, down, so you know it looks okay. <laughs> So you got the neighborhood boys to uh, to uh, mow your yard? Is that what you're trying no, to tell I me? No, I take that one myself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I love it. Told you, I, I got that it. rider. As I said in the, yeah, that's right. That helps. That that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Got to give a shout out to my sister, our, our baby sister, and you know I'm not going to embarrass her and let folks know how old she is, but. <laughs> Yeah, she's 11 years younger than me, and uh, today's her birthday, so happy birthday, Marilyn Kay, and uh, she's got enough embarrassment with me and uh, uh, Father Mike up there in Ankeny and uh, my other brothers. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. She's, she's endured a lot. She has she's endured, endured a lot. lot. The youngest. We'll yeah. pray for her. 
<laughs> Absolutely. So uh, we were talking about Alaska the first seg- the segment, and you've never been yeah. up there. I know they had just had an earthquake today, so hopefully things are going to pan out. they got a, a tsunami warning in that area, but uh, you've never been to Alaska. Those seem to hmm, follow. That'd be a perfect time to take a cruise. Yeah, I, uh, I'd love to go to Alaska sometime. Like I said, you book it, man. Let's go. Yeah, I don't think I won't uh, take a look at that. Might take me a few years to save up for those, though. Those are, you know, you look at the cruisers; those are the the top of the line. Give me, give me Mm -hmm. a number of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, some beautiful country up there. I mean, we've been uh, blessed with that, and uh, that'd be something worth partake. I know there's some folks that are listening that have been on those Alaska cruises. I know a few of them, and uh, hear good things when they come back. Yep. So, all right. All right, well, plan that bike ride today. Be careful if you are out there, John. I think I might. Thank you, sir. There you go. All right, let's get right to it. From the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We had some patchy fog in the area. Still may encounter that, depending on where you're where you're at but uh, overall partly cloudy skies right now 66 degrees a north northwest wind at six miles prior the humidity up there at 90 percent today we'll see partly sunny skies just a high of 84 degrees northwest winds at five to ten miles prior and on the uh, tv 13 weather scale it's a perfect 10 today so beautiful day to be outdoors tonight partly cloudy overnight low of 68 degrees and tomorrow uh a high of 86 degrees. They're taking the rain out of the forecast for Thursday, so just partly cloudy skies tomorrow. And then on Friday, get warming up, partly cloudy, a high of 90 degrees. A weekend hot and humid, mostly sunny, both Saturday and Sunday, highs in the lower 90s. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, the Des Moines Symphony is canceling its Yankee Doodle Pops and Waterworks Pops concerts, which were to begin on Labor Day weekend. Now, the two events, which had been previously postponed from the 4th of July weekend due to uh, COVID-19, the Des Moines Symphony plans to bring back Yankee Doodle Pops to the Iowa State Capitol on Friday, July 2nd, 2021, and other performances will be announced at a later date. Now, a spokesperson for the Des Moines Symphony says, uh, quote, we cannot re- uh, reliably ensure safety of our audiences or musicians on stage, and we look forward to resuming these free summer concerts for the Central Iowa community in 2021. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and last night, high school state softball is now set for next week in Fort Dodge with regional final qualifiers in classes 4A and 5A last night. Area teams that have qualified, the defending champs in class 4A, Carlisle, they qualified along with Dallas Center Grimes and Winterset, and the big schools, class 5A, Valley, the defending champs they qualified along with first-time qualifier Ankeny Centennial, Waukee, and Fort Dodge. Uh, classes 1A, 2A, and 3A qualified on Monday night and 1A Collins Maxwell Baxter, Linville Soley, and Wayne of Corden were some of the area teams. Class 2A has Ogden and Mount Air and in Class 3A Albia and Creston uh, are uh, making the tournament along with the defending champs Davenport Assumption Catholic uh, in Class 3A. Tonight, it's district final baseball will be held at uh, different sites across state. The winners tonight will qualify for the state baseball tournament, also held next week. That will be at Principal Park here in downtown Des Moines. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have patchy fog in the area, uh, partly cloudy skies, 66 degrees. Today, we'll see partly sunny skies, a high of 84 degrees with northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. 
Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free, no delays. Just keep an eye out for all the construction projects while you're out and about today. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, for most of us... Everything we think or know about today's saint is wrong. St. Mary Magdalene today, according to modern scripture scholars, is not the unnamed adulteress that Jesus saves from a stoning in Luke's 7th chapter. Rather, she first appears in Luke's 8th chapter as one of the women from whom demons were cast out. Despite nearly 20 centuries of confusion about Mary, she would have no doubt and insist that it makes no difference She is a child of God. We are all sinners in need of the saving power of God, whether our sins have been lurid or not. More importantly, we are all with her unofficial witnesses of the resurrection. Mary is one of the women in the gospel who supported Christ's mission financially and traveled with Jesus in the Twelve. She was at the foot of the cross when he was crucified, and of all the possible witnesses to the resurrection, Mary Magdalene may have been the first. Because of this gospel account, she is known as the Apostle of the Apostles, a great name. We ask today, St. Mary Magdalene, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day. Experienced in wills and estate planning. Yes, it can be easy to put it off, but don't. Talking about our families here, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Coming up right after this, we're going to be talking to Bo Bonner. Sacramental theology for our Truth and Beauty segment today. Why we need the sacraments. Why we have seven, not just three. Why we have any at all. Sacramental theology right after this. John Lee, Eddie in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. When planting a landscape, you want someone passionate about providing natural solutions, creating a lush and full landscape for customers to enjoy for many, many years. Passion for a beautiful-looking landscape is what drives Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design. Honesty and integrity comes first. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. All diocesan staff of the Catholic Pastoral Center will be furloughed July 11th through the 24th as a measure of good stewardship of financial resources during the pandemic. Staff will not be working remotely, receiving or responding to emails, or answering phone calls or voicemails during this time. We thank you for your understanding while we are unavailable and also for your patience when we return to work on July 27th. Churches are still having their masses. We encourage you to check out their website to see mass times and register in advance. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Metro-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. I don't see, I still believe. 
Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee, in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today here on this Wednesday, July 22nd. Yes, as Deacon Tony said, it must be a Wednesday because Bo Bonner for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment. Hello, Bo. Good morning, John. How are you? Good morning to you, my friend. Sacramental theology here. We're going to talk about here on this bright and early morning um, the sacraments. Let, let me just kind of go broad here for a second. Uh, give us a kind of a good definition of what a sacrament is. Um, well, you know, sacrament the the sort of classic one is an exterior uh, sign of an interior grace, and so uh, what the sacraments are is a sort of the it's not a sort of is the physical manifestation, as it were of a spiritual reality. So when you think about baptism, you think of water not only being um, symbolic of washing clean of our sins in baptism, um, you also see it as, so it's a sign that points to reality, and you think of water, and you think what water's like, and then we make that in our mind and our souls. We put together washing clean in the physical world with washing clean in the spiritual world, but there's also a participation of the physical and the spiritual. And the reason that all this makes sense, of course, is because Jesus Christ is a spiritual, you know, God, right? Like the, the, the God that no one would think we would ever see, right? You talk about the Old Testament and how far off God is, but in Christ, God is incarnate, right? The, the God among, God with us, Emmanuel. And so the, the sacraments are the living reality of this incarnation extended to us the graces of the spiritual world in physical form. So would Manichaeanism or dualism kind of be the heresies that would combat this? Well, yeah, I would say that sacramentalism, right, combats this deep-seated theology and philosophy in human nature, right, that maybe we are two things. Uh, You know, the modern world goes, oh, we're just material. Um, There are some people that would argue, you know, that we're just spiritual and Everything in the material world is uh, a sort of illusion, but even when people grant that, okay, we're body and soul, a lot of people throughout history have said that they never really meet, that there's two warring aspects to all humanity, 
You see this both in a sophisticated form in someone like Descartes, uh, but you can go back to the, the, the longest-lasting superstitions, right? There were ghosts and mach- in shells and stuff like this. Yeah. They, they, they don't really work together. But sacramentalism is a point that by God's divine ordinance, we are made spiritual and material, and that God is going to extend his salvific reach through the physical and spiritual world being wedded together. Yeah, they, they work together. So Manichaeanism uh, or dualism would kind of say that we are body and soul, kind of two competing uh, forces going against each other. And what the Catholic Church has said from the beginning is heresy. You know, it's a lie. Is the body and soul are one. They are united. It's exactly right. So the Manichaeans would see the body and all that is included in the body is absolutely evil, yeah. and that the spiritual uh, world is an escape uh, from the physical reality that we live in. Uh, and the sacraments stand uh, absolutely against this idea that God would abandon the physical world or see these two as unrelated. And this is kind of a heresy that I think can really um, be in many of us today. We see materials, uh, materialism, uh, you know, and we think, well, bad, you know, and materialism is bad, but we can, I think, sometimes all to kind of blur the lines between you know, the created goods around me and the physical world uh, and, and myself as well and think, well, then that's just bad, too. It's all material. Yeah, and I think that like this can go two ways. So like the most severe kind, like you're saying, is that to see the physical world in any way as absolutely evil, and so you'll see sort of extremisms of asceticism, right? That like what we're trying to do is kill the body, kill the world as much as possible, or a sort of escapism, right? Like this world is bad, and so um, I can't wait till my spirit flies away to the Lord. But there's also a more subtle form, John, that I see a lot of people do, which is to say. Well, the material world, you know, ultimately isn't the spiritual world, so uh, we may as well just enjoy it, and, and you know, it's, it's a frivolous thing, and don't worry about it. I can have my spiritual reality, and then, you know, with material things, you know, who cares, you know, what I really do with it since it's all passing away. And the Christian understanding, like you said, through the sacraments shows that we believe the material world has a heavenly purpose. And so now it's it's just not the case that... Uh, either you have to do away with the material world completely, nor is it the case that you can do whatever you want with it, because there's it, it itself has a spiritual purpose and a spiritual reality. And so now we have to think about how do I use the material world to connect with the spiritual world? And not only is the sacraments the foundation of that, that makes us think differently about food, about the things we make, about the places we live, about the soil, about the earth. And so now, like, you know, what Pope Francis says with Laudato Si', we can't think of the earth as just, you know, inert matter that we can do whatever we want with. It, too, is brought up in the sacramental reality, and now it has a purpose that points to heaven. Yeah, and this is important. I think this is the foundation, friends, for us to understand the sacraments. And I, I know it may sound a little bit deep, but I think most people get this. Um, and we might not be able to put it in the kind of uh, vocabulary that Bo's able to do, but at the same time, I think it's good at least that we, we understand this. Um, the sacraments, we have seven of them in the Catholic Church. Why why not three? Because you came from a background that said three, right? Well, I mean, I grew I grew up initially in a background that yeah. wouldn't even have talked about three. But yeah, you know, you, you start to see 
um, some of the, the magisterial uh, Protestant mainline churches that try to reduce them as well. Um, and I, I think, I don't know, there's, there's various arguments about why particular branches end up trying to um, only find as few as possible. There's, there's sort of a, a Protestant instinct to, to try to find what's essential or the kernel of the church or things like this. But I think with the seven sacraments, you really do start to see um, to you know to use the, the term womb to tomb understanding about hmm. our material life all being caught up with God. So from birth to death, baptism to unction, at uh, last rites, uh, everything in between from marriage uh, or holy orders, and then of course like how we're we're fed with the Eucharist, uh, initial reborn uh, in baptism, confirmed, uh, but then also you know confession that like we, we die several times. Uh, through sin throughout our life, but are reborn again. Um, I, I think you see the whole breadth of how the material world, as we live it as humans, caught up in the story of heaven through all seven of the sacraments, and that's why they're all so essential. And we have, of course, the most blessed sacrament, which is the most blessed of all sacraments, which is his body, blood, soul, and divinity uh, in the Eucharist. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the others aren't important um, or necessary. And, and we would say that they are important. And, and we we do, I think, and can all too easily, friends, just kind of forget, okay, we were baptized, we were confirmed. But to live this out, to still kind of have that as um, uh, live in active participation, I guess, for lack of better terms, I don't know, in, in the sacraments and what it is that um, has been given to us, these gifts, what are, what are ways that we can do that? Well, I mean, I think one of them is to, like you said, really dwell on the fact that our sacramental life is not just the basis of our prayer life, like, oh, I got baptized, so, you know, now I can pray properly, it, it's, it's actually that they're indicative, they, they, they represent, they're a sort of clarion call about what prayer daily should look like. I mean, I think of uh, Blessed uh, Don Columba, uh, he, he points out, uh, Marion, that um, every day you wake up, you should dwell on the idea that you've been baptized, and he really points this out, which means that you've gone to the tomb with Christ and raised with him, and he goes... If you pray every day about the fact that because you've been baptized, you've died with Christ and been raised with Him, if you start your day out that way, every day will be different and new. And then another saint points out, uh, not saint, excuse me, another uh, abbess, abbess, uh, Cecile Bruyere, says, if you just dwelt on the fact that when Jesus allows Himself not to just be tortured and then killed on the cross, but that he does this every day, he provides himself, he just totally offers himself on the altar to the Blessed Sacrament, you would change your entire life, because if you think about what it would mean to imitate God on the altar for humanity every day that the Church has existed, that you would live differently. And you can just go through all these, John, to be every day to imagine, I've been confirmed in the Holy Spirit, how am I going to live my life differently? So not only is it the fact that these have the effective power of the sacraments and everything that we learn in the catechism properly, all these things as well, but just daily, the sacraments you've participated in. If you're married, think about the fact, like, you are married, you're flesh of flesh, right? Uh, you're, you're one now in Christ. You are a, a living symbol of Christ's uh, mystery of his nuptial marriage with the Church. It goes on and on. Priests think about that as well, about, you know, their holy orders, 
if we just imagined our prayer life as extensions of our sacramental life, I think we would fundamentally change not only our attitudes to the sacraments, but how we prayed. Yeah, I think so, too. What do we got coming up on your show today at 10 o'clock? Ken Craycraft is actually talking about uh, religious liberty and the sort of uh, understanding about uh, the law and maybe how um, we use some of those words uh, uh, without the sort of depth of the history of all those things. So looking forward to it. All right. That's coming up 10 o'clock this morning, The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner, Dr. Bud Maher. Talk to you soon, brother. God bless, John. Thanks Thanks for coming on, and thanks, everyone, for being a part of the show today. Deacon Tony, thank you. All right, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people. Keep them safe. Defend them. Prepare them. That free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Even in this worn and weary land, where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our Flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.